Tribe Hour, a podcast about everyday retreats. My name is Eddie Keenan. I am a retreat guide and transformation coach. I'm speaking to you from Santa Fe, New Mexico, USA. If you missed the first episode about my funeral and rebirth, highly recommend taking a listen uh, to that one as it sort of informs where we're headed now. The topic of today's episode is trusting the timing of your life. So let's unpack that a bit here. As I mentioned in the first episode, there were, you know, a number of intuitive flashes I received and listened to and then acted upon. Uh, one of the big ones being I changed the timing of my sabbatical, my retreat to take place at the end of 2019, which allowed me to actually enjoy the entire sabbatical before the entire world shut down. Uh, before that, you know, I had planned to do it in middle of 2020, which needless to say, wouldn't have materialized in any way, shape or form, given that we were in the throes of the pandemic at this point. Now, I wanted to bring that back up because I've spent years uh, practicing heeding the signs and messages, as well as really turning up the volume of my inner world, and specifically in this context, my intuition. Now, regardless of where you are in your life, you're certainly in the throes of some sort of either transition or perhaps you have recently in the last, you know, several years completed some sort of major milestone. And in addition to that, we all have this shared collective experience having gone through this pandemic. Now it's of course impacted people in different ways. That said, there's a shared set of experiences that we've all gone through, including reckoning with our own collective mortality, right? We're already seeing the signs of this kind of play out in the headlines relative to you know, the great resignation. We're seeing a lot of people making decisions based on this wrecking ball moment that we've had. We've had a lot of sickness, a lot of death, a lot of departed souls given this really brutal ordeal. Our lives have also been transformed. Uh, certain you know, friendships may have been uh, kind of dissipated, fallen away, uh, 
job changes, you know, career, family, relationships, health status, all sorts of things have shifted in this time. And so back to the kind of theme, the thrust of this episode, what I want to kind of chat through today, again, is trusting the timing of your own life. Now we are meaning making machines, right? We are hardwired uh, to notice patterns and also to tell stories. Stories are truly the lifeblood of our species and uh, something that I'm really passionate about. As I mentioned, I identify strongly as a, as a storyteller. And so I bring that up because, you know, here we are, uh, today is March 1st, 2022. Uh, spring is right around the corner in the Northern hemisphere. And by all accounts, by all signs, not certainly going to make a, a call here that the pandemic is truly waning. I, I don't claim to know that that's definitely happening. However, there are a number of signs throughout North America and Europe that, in fact, this seems to be uh, turning into more endemic stage and mask mandates are fallen and so forth. So here we are, spring approaches. We're about to hit the two-year mark of when this all started, which for most people in the world, it was, it was mid-March. I remember it was right around St. Patrick's Day 2020 where it noticeably started to impact pretty much every corner of the earth in the form of you know lockdowns and so forth. And little did we know this would last uh, well over two years. Uh, and I had some chats with folks recently, like, remember, like the consensus kind of was like, oh, yeah, like two to four weeks. This will last two to four weeks for sure. And then we're we'll back at it. Can you imagine at that point if it became common knowledge somehow that this is going to be two years? I think like folks truly would have lost their minds. In any any event, here we are, and we're, we're coming out of this long, dark spell. And I think now is a really appropriate time to take some time to reflect on the stories that are emerging for you in the pandemic. And what I mean by that is, Getting beyond the sort of like surface level kind of small talk that you perhaps engage in with folks that you, you know, don't see that often or maybe reuniting with after many moons. Like, oh, this has been crazy. This has been wild and all this stuff. I really encourage you to kind of probe deeper and, and kind of take a moment, perhaps grab a sheet of paper or maybe the notes app on your phone, whatever it may be. And just start to reflect like throughout the course of this episode. Uh, again, this is just opening up the conversation and I encourage you to like keep it going. Uh, I encourage you to really think about going back in time to January, February, 2020, 
sort of where you are at in your life and doing your best to maybe note down uh, what inflection points you were at in your life, what decisions you were either making or had just made, what your like hopes, goals, aspirations perhaps were uh, at that point. Uh, at the beginning of the new decade, January, February, 2020, and really anything else that you were sort of carrying, uh, anything you were going through emotionally, maybe in your career, with your family, your friends, uh, in your community, and uh, so forth. Now, as you kind of jot that stuff down, and, and understandably, this may be a little bit difficult uh, but just a couple quick bullet points because we <laughs> have all gone through a time warp of sorts. I was on the phone with a friend the other day and uh, a friend that I lived with during the this whole lockdown when it started in 2020. And we were recalling like, how long ago does that seem to you? And we both, you know, landed on our in and around five years ago. <laughs> So I recognize I'm asking I'm asking you through the the fog and the time warp of the last couple of years to think back to immediately before the pandemic, uh, and if it's helpful to think about like where you were at perhaps like at the end of 2019 as well, like fall 2019, turn of the decade into January February 2020. I know it's a long time ago. Uh, but at least a couple bullet points around, you know, what were your, what were your goals at that time? Perhaps any plans you may have had vacations with friends, trips, uh, maybe any like sort of, you know, personal goals that you may have had related to like nutrition or fitness or just self-inquiry exploration, whatever it may be. So as you jot down a couple things there. I want to kind of segue into beginning in like March of 2020. Now, needless to say, we have all been in it in, in various ways. As I mentioned, it's of course impacted certain folks more than others, uh, especially I'd call out like immunocompromised folks, uh, people that you know, don't have uh, strong immune systems, whether it's by certain condition or perhaps age or other comorbidities, right? That said, uh, you know, it definitely goes without saying this has impacted us all. Now, what I want you to do now is really think about any sort of mourning or grieving that has taken place or perhaps may you may feel compelled to take action on what i mean by that is like what did you lose we've all lost things during the pandemic we've lost a way of life we've lost perhaps as i mentioned you know friendships We've lost routines, we've lost activities, events, milestones that uh, perhaps bring us a lot of joy. The list goes on. I really want you to think about and note down 
how this pandemic has impacted you over the last couple years. So thinking, you know, again, just getting this started now, thinking through all of 2020, that spring, that initial spring where we weren't quite sure what was going on into that summer, that brutal summer where many folks I know like were in a, in a depressive state. I know myself had just gotten laid off. Perhaps you lost your job, uh, impacted, you know, financially, uh, and all the way through end of 2020 and then all of 2021, which seems like quite a saga uh, in its own right. So in thinking through all this time, what about this two years taking place when it did for you? at this point in your life whether you're a teenager or child that missed out on you know key critical moments milestones dances graduations in school in athletics for instance college you know applying to college starting college all the way through 20s 30s 40s of you know, missed out times with loved ones, trips you may have had planned, goals you may have had. Perhaps you had a goal to like move somewhere, start a new business, get a new tattoo. Like it can be grand, it can be big picture, it can also be uh, somewhat smaller in nature. And then also inclusive of like, folks in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. How has this time, this last two years, at at your point in your life, really changed you? So thinking about not only regardless of where you are at in your life, what did you lose? What have you like grieved? And that perhaps may include folks that you may have lost, folks that have gotten sick and maybe got long COVID and never really recovered or folks that have passed away. Including all of that, the weight, the heaviness of all of that. Also encourage you to take some time to consider any other insights, any other things that you learned about yourself, any ways perhaps in which you've changed? You know, one thing about one dynamic of this whole time is we've really been thrust into this forced sabbatical of sorts, right? No one signed up for this, but we all have retreated in many ways. So thinking about perhaps there are aspects of your personality, how you show up for yourself, how you show up in the world. Perhaps there are some elements in which 
have have been magnified, right? One example for folks that are maybe a bit more introverted. I've heard stories of people that have like they've just gone full <laughs> full throttle, uh, like masters of their own universe. And there have been some introverts that have really actually thrived during this time. Uh, also, people who uh, have disabilities. Uh, many folks have, uh, you know, experienced a bit of collective relief and rage, given that everyone has had to deal with what they've been, you know, experiencing for most of their life or their whole lives with regard to uh, just restrictions, mask wearing, uh, being homebound, all these sort of things. So in thinking through like, okay, what about how I live my life and how I think of myself and also my goals and aspirations, what else has changed? What else has shifted? What other sort of inner conflicts have arisen? You know, there's a lot of studies that have shown really high rate of anxiety and depression. What mental health issues have you been dealing with and perhaps you haven't really maybe thought too much about, understandably, because we've been in it. We have been in in it, in the fog of war for two years. There have been ebbs and flows, right? But now is the time. Now is a really good time to think through a lot of this stuff. I invite you to do this because it's important to start to or continue to make sense of of the pandemic, of your pandemic stories. What stories are emerging? What sort of failures, dark moments, dark stretches of time, tragedies, losses? What shifts, transitions, realizations, pivots have emerged also what triumphs or small victories perhaps have come into focus during this time one thing that has emerged for me in chatting with loved ones and other people in my in my circles is this rather brutal clarifying process, meaning myself included, a lot of people I know have 
really confronted themselves and what matters most in their lives. In many ways, out of necessity, our choices, our time has been restricted in sort of bear down to the bones, the essentials of what matters most. The people that matter most, those activities that matter most, the perhaps movement that brings us peace and joy, the sources of inspiration that ground us and help give our lives meaning. In one really powerful societal trend in the form of the Great Resignation is we're seeing people say, no, fuck this. I'm done being treated this way by my employer. I can no longer be in this line of work. I refuse to trade my time and labor for XYZ. Also, you know what? Life is short. There are no guarantees. I am mortal person. I'm going to die someday. When that is, is not known. When I leave my body, I do not know for sure when that will be. So I might as well start building my life and making moves, bold leaps in the direction of the life that I want to live so I can utilize my precious time in ways that bring me joy and peace. So in thinking through all this stuff, and there's a lot here. <laughs> so again, this is the beginning perhaps of an exercise of self-inquiry that I invite you to continue. And I like to move on to the kind of third portion of this, right? So we, we talked a bit about some reflection on where you were at the end of 2019, the very beginning of 2020, where you were in your life. We talked through a bit about, okay, we're about to hit mid-March 2022. How has the past two years influenced you, transformed your life, brought you learnings, insights about yourself and what's important, who's important, how you want to spend your time. Now with spring approaching and the two-year mark a couple weeks away, the third and final part of this exercise is really centered around who do you want to be? 
how do you want to live your life? What story emerges from this collective dark night of the soul that informs any changes you want to make in your life rather than letting this whole time be this vague notion or brutal dark time a time of exhaustion frustration and loss which all those things are valid and can be true as well yet rather than it being just those things what personal story do you want to craft and speak and integrate into your life going forward i'd venture to say unless someone else has prompted you to do this yet regardless of who's listening to this podcast episode wherever you are in your life in the world i'd venture to say that there's at least one key aspect of your being of your life how you show up for yourself how you show up for your others one key aspect that has been unlocked for you during this time a potent vision realization that has come to you in this process in this process that no one signed up for in this process that was forced upon us that has a lot of positive potential with regard to shaping how you will move through the rest of this year, the rest of this decade, the rest of your life. I challenge you, if you think you're doubting that idea, that there's at least one thing, I challenge you because I think Certainly for anyone alive, anyone who's lived through this time, there's got to be at least, and even that's, even perhaps if that's one small step that you have decided upon, have entertained, have maybe thought about, or your intuition, the voice has, has been kind of beckoning you, one step, one next action. I'm sure there's one and I invite you to continue this exercise until you land on one. Now, that being said, I, my guess is that there's more than one for many, many folks. And that's perfectly fine if they're, they don't become immediately, uh, apparent to you. This is a, this is a process how I am oriented in my life as someone who writes daily and is a coachy person. <laughs> I, I've have, I've like a whole list. I've actually made a bunch of bold leaps during this time. I want to say that's not the norm. And I certainly don't expect others to have done that during this grand reckoning time. That said with some practice 
and carving out some time in the you know, coming days, coming weeks. Again, this is a really potent time uh, to engage in this practice. Hitting the two-year mark, venturing into spring for those in the Northern Hemisphere. Now's a really opportune time to go through this process and ultimately land on, I want to say three, <laughs> at least three, to land on three or more actions that you, for your own sake, commit to, choices you want to make with regard to improving your life, enhancing your relationships, getting the most out of your, your job, your career, your leisure time if you're retired or not working, and strengthening your community, whatever that community looks like for you. And perhaps you have multiple communities, multiple circles. How you make sense of this time and the decisions that you commit to can offer your life a lot of positive momentum and meaning going forward. Without going into the details too much, as we've seen already, there's another grand crisis that has brewed up. The reality is this will only continue, right? We live in chaotic times, exponential times. These crises will continue to unfold and bombard themselves at us through a barrage of stimuli. This is just the reality of living in the 21st century. Hyper-connected times, exponential, highly complicated times in the course of human history. So I, I shared that with you because... There isn't going to be this neat moment, this symbolic time or ritual where the pandemic has quote unquote ended and you transition to the next phase of your life. That's not going to just occur <laughs> uh, spontaneously, right? As beautiful as that would be. Yet you can create that meaning for yourself. You can choose a time, maybe that's later this month, around the two-year anniversary of the lockdown, the collective lockdown, so to speak. Perhaps that ritual, that time, that ceremony, that day, that event is later this spring or summer. It doesn't necessarily matter when it takes place as long as it means something to you. So I encourage you to continue this exercise and also choose a date. 
it's really powerful to choose a date and commit to a certain, you know, shoot your arrow and commit to a very clear, specific date, write that date down, whatever that date may be. It doesn't have to take place in March if you're not ready. But at some point, I would say in the next season or so, March, April, May, even June, decide on a date, pick a date. Pick a date for you in which you're going to transition out of the pandemic. I know that seems perhaps silly to some of you because the reality is this is impacting different people in different ways the world over. There are still people sick and dying and I carry that grief and I don't mean to be insensitive in saying you need to pick a date. That being said, the reality is COVID isn't going anywhere. Okay. For your own mental health and for your own psychic space, spiritual self, and just social being, I encourage you to pick a date. <laughs> pick a date. Pick a date for you and your own personal story, your your life story where you've decided that you're moving on. Because in all the conversations that I am having with people and I know with myself in my own world, the time has come. The time has come. It's a non-starter to emotionally continue in the way that we've been living. There's so much you can't control. There's so much I can't control. Yet, in terms of meaning making and ritual, the time has come to pick a date. So, write that date down. Put it on a post-it note, put it on your fridge, put it somewhere where you'll see it every day. And again, the when exactly that date is, it's up to you. Whatever makes the most sense for you and where you're at. Yet, definitely choose a date in the next few months. And if you can, this month. What I want you to do is this. Continue this exercise. Continue exploring those three sections. Where was I at in my life before the pandemic? How has the past two years, the course of the past two years, everything we've gone through impacted you? In three, how do I want to show up for myself? How do I want to show up for those around me, my loved ones, my friends, my family, my community? And what changes do I want to make? Do I want to commit to actions, clear actions? Do I want to commit to keeping in mind all that we've been through, every all the experiences that you've had in the last couple of years? What changes do you want to make? What transitions do you want to explore? What bold leaps 
do you want to cartwheel into? So you have the date. You have these three elements of this exercise. So what I encourage you to do is carve out some time each day between today, March 1st, and the date that you select. And when I say carve out some time, five minutes suffices. <laughs> that's, that's perfectly fine. Perhaps it's uh, on your drive to the grocery store and you, you think about it, you park in the parking lot, you jot some things down. Perhaps it's first thing in the morning before you look at your smartphone and uh, check the news, check all your text messages. Perhaps it's right before you go to sleep. Again, five minutes is really all you need. You can do more, but I'm confident you can commit to five minutes. Five minutes a day. Five minutes out of 24 hours a day. So for each day, starting today, March 1st, Here's what I want you to do. I invite you to do, again, this can add a lot of value to you, give you a sense of closure, a sense of a deeper sense of meaning, and ultimately some positive momentum, some clarity, some grounding. Again, so you can live life closer to your own terms, live a fuller, richer life, one that you want to, not the one that perhaps you lived in the before time, before pandemic, <laughs> BC, before COVID. You've changed. We've all changed. Your new life emerges, right? The story emerges through this practice of, again, Five minutes a day thinking through these three questions. So every day between today, March 1st, and that date you choose, which I encourage you to put on a post-it note, an index card, somewhere where you can see it, put it on your calendar, put it in your phone's calendar. Really think about that date. Visualize the, the date, those numbers, because that date that you choose, again, is going to go down in your personal history and i'm going to pick up that theme on future episodes very passionate about having you know potent dates in your own life that you ritualize and acknowledge every year is really powerful and again you create holidays in your own terms to mark celebrations victories uh in your own life so again this is going to be a potent date when i say potent i mean Next year and the year after that, and for every year for the rest of your life, you can mark in your own way the anniversary of the date that you choose, meaning that date will accrue <laughs> energy and be an invitation for you to check in with, oh, how am I doing? How am I tracking with? this new life vision that I've set, these clear action steps that I've set. How am I doing? What changes do I maybe need to make? What pivots do I need to make? What new life experiences and learnings have shifted these in appropriate manner? So again, this, this date you choose 
And if you're into numbers, like consider the numbers involved here. Perhaps you pick the first day of spring. That's an easy one to remember, right? You could do the first day of spring. So on this date that you choose, and that could be depending on what date you choose in a few days, in a few weeks, in a few months, regardless of when it is. What I invite you to do on that date is to have a ceremony, to have a ritual. In much of the Western world, we've lost rituals and ceremonies that mark different points of life. You know, what we've been through in the last couple of years, needless to say, is going in the history books, is going in our own personal uh, history books, our own personal stories, narratives, life stories, and like literally the physical history books. So your kids, your grandkids, they're going to learn about this time, right? This is a, a truly transformative time for the course of human history. And we don't yet know all the ways in which this is going to uh, shape and change human history. We do know like labor and work and work from home, remote work in certain retail jobs, like a lot has changed already with labor. And there are a multitude of ways in which how we navigate our lives will, will shift and change. And that's going to play out in time, right? <laughs> I'm not here to predict that. Needless to say, it surely will happen, right? All that said, you can take charge of really clarifying and bringing to life a story that is your pandemic story that is your new life story so between now and that date you know you're thinking through all these questions you're identifying some key bullet points of how do i want to change my life what do i want to commit to what big decisions do I want to make? What small daily habits do I really want to start ingraining into my identity and who I am? Because I realize, you know what? This is really important to me. I really miss doing this. I really love doing this. This brings me a lot of joy, inspiration, fire, grounding, sense of calm, sense of meaning in my life. So on this date that you choose, you're going to have a ceremony, a ritual, and this can look like really anything that you want it to be, but I'll offer you some key elements. And perhaps I just want to offer, you can do this with someone else. Perhaps you want to do this with a friend, a lover, a family member, someone in your community, a coworker, whoever that may be. Perfectly acceptable to do that. What I want you to do, whether it's solo or with others, carve out some time. I want to say carve out at least one hour. Carve out one hour on the date that you choose. And what I want you to do is 
engage in a journaling exercise. So you've been thinking about these three questions. I really invite you to process in writing. Where were you before the pandemic? How did the pandemic impact you? What are you committing to going forward? Take an hour, at least an hour. More is fine, but at least an hour to go through that process of just sitting and reflecting and writing out. And I, I do recommend writing out with pen or paper or marker, analog style, rather than typing. We're also, we spend enough time on our computers and phones. And, and also, there's a lot of magic and power in you using your physical hand to write and create something that's before you on the page. There's some alchemy there. I just want to call out. We'll pick that up in a later episode. So engage in this writing exercise for a period of time, whatever feels right to you. Maybe it's a half an hour, maybe it's longer. And then I want you to do something to mark as a ritual for this date. I mean, when I say ritual, you might be like, what what do you mean? I don't want to be overly prescriptive because it ultimately is up to you. What's something that is going to be memorable and impactful for you? Maybe it's related to something that you're committing to going forward. Maybe it's a walk on the beach, a walk in nature. Perhaps it's cooking a meal for yourself and perhaps others that is your favorite meal or is something that includes elements of some key actions that you're committing to. Maybe it's singing a song. Maybe it's sunbathing naked. (laughs) It can be anything you want it to be. Maybe it's making a really good cup of coffee. Maybe it's screaming at the top of your lungs (laughs) into a pillow or out loud. Maybe, hopefully, don't worry your neighbors or anyone that can hear you. My point is, I don't want to tell you what to do because I want you to create this for yourself. And the key elements here are something that's a marker in time. So, this is after you've done your reflection, after you've clearly committed to, you know, actions or just general behaviors of ways you want to show up for yourself and others, how you want to live your life. And that could include daily habits. It could include, you know, more periodic uh, activities, ways you want to enjoy life. And it can also include really bold leaps, big decisions as well. You know what? I finally want to pursue my dreams. I finally want to quit this job. I finally want to move here. I want to propose, I want to start a family, I want to start a business, I want to write a book, whatever that may be. No no goal, no dream is 
too big or small here. The important part is something that is meaningful and, po- and powerful to you. And then choosing a ritual that is potent in some way, shape, or form for you. And I would encourage you to do something that is maybe something that is not currently in your day-to-day, right? Something that is uh, distinctive, something maybe you haven't done in a while or ever, something special because you'll likely remember it more. (laughs) Uh, And also helps reinforce like energetically what you're committing to. So to recap, I really invite you to reaffirm your your faith in yourself, your confidence in yourself by telling the story of the pandemic and as you do this and engage in this exercise and and start committing to what you want to do going forward. I imagine that whatever ritual is best for you will materialize. And again, it can be a small moment, but just a marker in time where you decide and declare (laughs) for yourself. It can be others too, but ultimately, most importantly, for yourself, the new life you want to commit to. Now, to bring this all back to the theme of this, this episode, the theme of this episode is trusting the timing of your life. And I have a few parting thoughts before I, I wrap this episode. Needless to say, no one asked for the pandemic. No one wanted it to happen. And pull you know pull the carpet from beneath everyone's lives and and create such disorder and chaos and grief and loss and, and pain no one wanted that no one asked for that no one was expecting that right yet this happened when it did for a reason the timing of the pandemic happened in your life at the time it did in your specific individual one wild precious life for a reason for a purpose i assure you that as you take that in and consider that and and even maybe write that down the timing of the pandemic happened for a reason at the time it did in my life period. With that in mind, it's ultimately up to you. And this is one of the most beautiful, creative aspects of living life. And in my opinion, you get to choose what that story is. You get to make that meaning through self-reflection, through, you know, bringing your own inner world out a bit onto the page. You get to choose what that meaning is it could be one single big theme that has emerged or it can be multiple it doesn't matter it's up to you whatever rings true for you and resonates for you 
again, this, the timing of the pandemic happened for a reason in your own life. So I invite you through engaging in this exercise, the three elements of the self-inquiry, the self-reflection, the choosing a date, working toward that date, that powerful date that's going to be a date that you think back to with each passing year on the anniversary of each passing year for the rest of your life. Engaging in a ceremony or ritual of your own making on that date to really commit to process what have you been through to give yourself some kindness and patience and acceptance <laughs> and maybe process a, you know, a bit of the grief and loss and commit to your new life going forward. This is all within reach for you. And perhaps you, you may or not, you may or not like receiving this in any other way from anyone else in your life or just out there in the ether in the world. That may be true. I'm inviting you to take these actions and boldly reclaim the momentum of your life. While we didn't choose this pandemic, we can choose how we move forward. And again, your date, this powerful date, is a loud statement for yourself and perhaps others if you choose to share it, to say, I trust the timing of my own life. And here's what I commit to going forward. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening, for engaging in this exercise. Again, I, although I can't hold all of my listeners accountable, <laughs> I do just want to say you're worth it and your life is worth it to just take this time. Again, this isn't much time, five minutes a day, an hour long ceremony ritual on the date that you choose. It's not much time in the grand scheme of things, yet this can offer you so much power and momentum going forward. And you know what? It's time. The time has come. With that, going to wrap this episode. Thank you again for listening. and more to come next week. Stay tuned. Take care. Be well. Many blessings. Bye.